Hey fam, welcome to the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I am your host, Tony Collier, and each series we lean into the stories of women and men that uncover their brokenness and practically show us all how they've rebuilt their lives with hope and grit. Come on, come on, let's lean in. Well, 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 we didn't brought another multi-Grammy award-winning gal onto the podcast today, y'all. The one and the only Erica Campbell is joining us today from Mary Mary. She's also a solo artist and, oh gosh, she's got so many great songs from Help to Positive to her brand new single, y'all, Feel All Right. And it is a bop. It's an actual bop. It's so very good. But one of the things that I got to do is host Erica on this show and not hear her sing. But we get, I get, you get to hear her talk about the love of God. Oh my goodness. She talks about this idea of feeling the presence of God and how we can feel the presence of God from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. She talks about this idea that God doesn't run from our chaos. And that my goodness, the goodness of God, isn't based on any of our conditions, but on a who he is. We also talked about like some practical stuff, like how to make sure you have some heart checks and asking yourself the question, like, what is the base of my actions? What is the base of, of the people that I follow, of the things that I do, of the clothes that I wear? And is it of God because I love him and want to magnify him? Or is it because I'm envious? Uh Uh-oh, hello, somebody. Okay. The truth is God is still working everything out for our good. And Erica Campbell helps to remind us of that today. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you share it. Please share it with someone that you know, all on the Instagrams and all the things. And I'm excited for you. Check it out. Hey fam, it's Tony Collier. I'm so excited. You're on the Still Coloring Podcast. We're in this series right now called Worshiping When It Hurts, and it has just been a season of just hot fire content. And I'm so excited about this episode today for so many reasons. I think this had to be, ooh, a story I'm getting ready to tell. Maybe like four years ago, I was in Vegas, and I was at a church conference for women's pastors, wives, leaders, all the things. And I think I'm like in the second or third row or something doing my thing. I'm worshiping and I hear and see this like voice that's worshiping in the crowd. I'm like, Lord, who is that? Because I'm a I'm a crowd singer. I'm a crowd worship leader and I can't sing too well. But but I'm going <laughs> to sing that song hard, though. I'm going to be louder than a worship leader. And I'm like, oh, they got somebody in the row. She can really sing. I'm like, OK, show off. And it's the one and only, <laughs> it's the one and only Erica Campbell, okay, from Mary Mary. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, she she is okay. She can do that because she actually is a singer. <laughs> and, so, and that was my first encounter with you in real life. And I just have loved you and followed you ever since because the truth is you have, gosh, you guys have done so much from Grammys to award shows, doves, I mean, all the things. And it's beautiful to see that the same posture you have on stage when it comes to worship is the same you have in the second row not caring about being seen, not caring about what everybody thinks, but just you and and being a daughter of God, and that's it. And so I just love it so much. I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast. How are you doing, Erica? I'm doing well. I'm so glad to be here. That story is hilarious. <laughs> true. Uh, but yes, it was at a women's conference uh-huh. for first ladies, and I was just yeah. becoming a first lady, and I was terrified. I was like, let uh-huh. me at least be around some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can figure this thing out. Uh-huh. 
And so, little yeah, did and you know, I was three, three seats down. Like, okay, she's singing. Who is this over here trying to make me sound bad? I'm just kidding. That is funny. <laughs> That's oh how it all went gosh. down. You didn't even know. Um, I'm excited, though, to have you on this season, man, because it was just doing something new, right? Like, we talked to so many people about pain and trauma, and my audience is like, an audience that goes deeper, go home. Like we don't, yeah. we don't really talk about a whole lot of fluff here. We have a whole lot of fun, but we talk about the real hard things. And I just know without a shadow of a doubt that with a platform like yours, with a gift like yours, it hadn't all been easy, right? Like it, you hadn't just been worshiping and, and joyful because life is just amazing. But you've been worshiping probably in some moments from a place of real pain, of yeah. real why god what's going on here yeah. okay where you at yeah. player and yeah. but i just think that's the sweetest type of worship that we can have and so the first question i want to ask you is can you share a moment whatever it is that you want to share and feel comfortable with where you were worshiping through something that was really hard so so i'll start here i grew up church of god in christ pentecostal right raised to be a, a good church girl if you do right you get right if you live right, God is pleased. If you do something wrong, God is mad at you and going to throw you away, right? Something wrong means you did something wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Trials are an indication of you didn't pray enough. You didn't do this enough, right? So so fast forward to being Mary Mary, becoming a first lady, and being being sued by my manager, Tina leaving the group, and God saying, I want you to keep going. And I'm like... How sway? I'll sing with Tina, right? So uh, I start this solo journey and everywhere I go, all they say is, where's Mary Mary? Where's Tina? I was like, well, Lord, why would you put me out here in a position where they don't really want me? Ooh. So I had been in church. I mean, every interview. Yeah. I'm okay with it now. But in the beginning, I was first terrified to do it in the first place. Um, I went from being all that Mary Mary was to just me. So I would go to award shows that I had hosted three or four times and won several. And they said, we're going to give you maybe a minute and 20, a minute and 34 seconds was exactly what I got to sing my first single. That hurt my heart. Because oh. I was like, y'all know me. And it was like, yeah, but we don't know you by yourself. Oh. Um, then I would go to radio stations to, um, to present the new music. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when is Mary Mary coming back? That, and I was like, it was time after time. And then yeah. people were like, we're not paying you that because you don't deserve that because we don't know who you are. So... It went back to coach flights, back to, you know. Come on, economies. Okay. Economies. It went back to that, right? And yeah. people didn't know that part. And I remember being in church and I was like, all right, I'm singing for you, but clearly you ain't checking for me. I had a I had an attitude. On top of that, I was away from my kids. I was away from my husband. So I was like, why would you like why why didn't you just tell me to take a break like Tina? Why would you put me in this position? I'm trying to be a first lady. I don't know how. You know, they're looking at me crazy because I'm coming in with luggage and with baggage and, you know, they're asking for autographs. It just felt weird. Like, like, God, you're not covering me. It, that's what it felt like. Um, and so I lifted my hands and I was like, God, if you're with me, can you just can you just let me feel something? Can you just can, can you make it a little bit easier? Um, I got to tell you this part, too. So so I had a team of about four or five people. They were all people that I had known from Mary Mary. Um, a week before the song came out, my whole team quit. What? They were like, I'm not really feeling this song. No. You go from go get it to God and me to a little more Jesus. What is this? 
Um, they different people didn't agree, and they didn't they weren't meshing well, so they quit. I was it was me, um, a man named Dan Otero who's still with me to this day. Wow, and my assistant Misty. No, Misty wasn't even with me at the time. It was just me, my husband, and Dan. And I had no team. I wasn't getting support from the fans that had supported me. Um, my voice was going out. It was just like everything that could go wrong all went wrong at, at one, one time. time. And so I'm so now I'm I'm my hands are up and oh, I'm in, in worship. Wow. And I'm like, all right, Lord. I'm I'm here. I was like, I'm not going no, I'm not leaving you. But I don't really like you right now. I I mean, I'm not gonna serve the devil. Oh I'm serving you, but Money, funny, change, strange. So every area of my life and with my hands up. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm. I felt the presence of the Lord hit me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. And here's what I realized. The situation didn't change. I did. Oh, I learned that I had to go through that. I had to be in the valley sometimes. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Right. But right before that scripture, it says he leads me in the path of righteousness. So is the valley of the shadow of death righteousness? Was it purifying me in some way? That's what I believe. I believe that God want, needed me in the valley to kind of ring me out a little bit because of where he was taking me, that I would be prepared for where I was going. And I had to learn how to worship with tears in my eyes. I had to learn how to worship through pain. I had to learn how to worship when the money was funny and I wasn't getting the support. You know, we believe nowadays that everybody has to cheer for you. That's oh. not true. Uh oh. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We know Job. You know what I'm saying? We know Joseph's story. Yeah. You know, we know Ruth's story. We know that they went through it and there was a purpose in it. But somehow when we have to worship in those low places, we feel like God has forgotten us. And so um yeah, I had to learn. I had yeah. to I had to physically walk through he'll never leave me nor forsake me even though it felt like he was gone. Hey you guys, I'm just pausing the podcast real quick because one of the things that's super important to me is that we raise up a generation who can hold their real big feelings who can stare insecurity in the face and say, you do not get to run my life. And I think the only way for us to do that is to be able to look our babies in the eyes, our nieces and nephews, our small little cousins, our siblings in the eyes and tell them your feelings matter. So you may have seen this announcement already, but I just wanted to come on here and tell my podcast family that I have officially launched my very first kid's book. It's called Broken Crayon Still Color. Y'all, it's a story of a little girl named Avery, and she's processing through all these big feelings, and her little bitty crayon friends help her do it, y'all. It is beautiful. The book is intricately put together with kids in mind, but also it's practical. There's guidance there for parents and caregivers and grandmamas and aunties and all the people so they can help the kids in their lives process their big feelings and live a life on the offense and not the defense. Many of us are in counseling. Many of us are in deep community trying to figure out what happened when we were kids. Why didn't we address these things early on? And so I have prayerfully 
worked real hard to create something so good for your littles. There's even a color wheel in the back so that your kids could start processing how to name their feelings. It is just a real good resource. I want to encourage you right now, buy these books. Buy them for your kids. Buy them for your nieces and nephews, your little cousins and them. Buy it for kids that go to your schools. I mean, if you're a teacher, get it for your classroom. It's just a great resource. It's called Broken Crayons Still Color, and you can go to TonyJCollier.com backslash crayons to pick it up, or even Amazon, local bookstores, anywhere that books are sold. This cutie little book will be in there. I hope you get it. Love y'all. Let me just say thank you so much because here, here's what I, I don't want people to miss. You didn't have to share that story because all of us, we didn't see it. I remember the solo album with the cute white dress, baby. I, I remember the long black flat iron hair. I said, oh, oh she didn't came on out on the thing. I remember. Oh I my need just God. a little more Jesus. I, and we wouldn't they have known. Me everything oh, for a well, dress. You know. mm-hmm. we, I, yeah. I had just had my baby. Zay was maybe two. No, yeah, no, 2012. I had her in 2012. I did that photo shoot the end of 2013. So I was still mama weight. So, I, I still know. got it over here, girl, okay? Bubbly. Okay. And I was like, I look cute in this. I think I'm going to wear this. Lord have mercy, Jesus. But, but here's what's amazing, though. This goes back to what you just said. It's the expectation that people have to cheer for you that could withdraw people from their purpose. When sometimes they going to boo, they going to call you out, they going to turn their back, they going to leave a week before the freaking single comes out. <laughs> the, it, and, and, and really what you just shared is so powerful because one, again, like you don't have to share these things. Uh, the masses of people don't know about all this behind the scenes stuff, but there is power in saying, hey, look, what y'all thought was all amazing and beautiful and perfect was actually God doing a good work in me behind yes. the scenes in the valleys. And yes. our society can get it so twisted when we look at Instagram and all the flashy, pretty things. And, and then we can miss and assume that, oh, well, God's doing it so perfect in their life. He's going to do it so perfect in my life, too. And right. we don't want to suffer because we are we are contending on somebody else's highlight reel. And so yes. for all the people that have been following you for so long and listening and watching this, I just want you to know, surprise, it ain't all perfect. Surprise, surprise. surprise. All with the song called I Need a Little More Jesus. <laughs> My gosh, to think that that was going was on, like, yeah, and we was in our churches just a clapping away. We were like, "Oh yeah, Erica is crushing it right. This is amazing." <laughs> and you were suffering, and that wasn't for us to know in the moment. But my God, how redemptive! How yeah. redemptive it is to know that now. Yeah, you know, my mom raised us, telling us, "You don't go through for yourself. Someone's going to need this Come testimony." On. And I, you know, when I was young, I would say, "Well, Lord, can you give them their own? Do they have to use my life? Do I? Why?" Does that be me and um yeah you know because when you know people that go through unfortunately when you grow up in church and pentecostal when something goes wrong you go oh what did they do and sometimes they didn't do anything not a thing well what happened they i wonder if they were praying they were praying yep and guess what sometimes the marriage still falls apart come on they were praying and sometimes the kids are still failing school and doing all sorts of things and sometimes that's just a part of life. And God wants to know, are you going to worship me? Are you going to praise me? Are you still going to say I'm good when it's not good? It's not good. My goodness isn't based on your conditions. It's based on the fact that I'm God. You know what I mean? And I can see further than you, the sovereignty of God sees the end already. 
and he knows the pitfall, but he knows he's going to pick you up, but you yeah. got to go in the pit. Yeah, you got you know? to be willing to go. Oh, but I got an announcement for you that you are going to want to peel your ears open. It's going to be shocking because it's pretty shocking myself. I get to partner with my girls, Lisa Whittle and Jamie Ivey, for eight days as we explore the land of the Bible, y'all. We're going to be walking where Jesus walked. We're going to visit sites from scripture and experience the vibrant culture and enjoy laughter and community in the holy land. And here's what's crazy. It ain't just going to be the three of us because you are officially invited to come with me, Lisa Whittle, and Jamie Ivey to experience the Holy Land. Can you even believe it? Oh, my God. <gasps> this special trip is open to men and women, young and old. And honestly, the company that we're going through, y'all, it's like high-end boutique experience. But even more than that, this trip is going to awaken your heart, your mind, and it's going to be so sacred, y'all. Me and Jamie and Lisa, we're going to be bringing some powerful teachings to you. We're going to grow deeper. Y'all know we're going to have a fun time, okay? It is going to be a party for Jesus, of course. And we're also going to embrace the hard and holy parts of our own stories. It's just going to be special. We're going to the Holy Land June 17th through the 25th, 2024. And I can't even describe how many cities, places. We are going on this amazing journey. So what I want you to do is head to the website, premierisrael.com backslash holy land. Okay. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. Premier Israel, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, Israel.com backslash Holy Land. All the details are there. Make sure you grab your tickets, y'all, because we can't take everybody and all your mom and them, okay? It's in a limited trip, high-end boutique, all the way to the Holy Land, and you're just not going to want to miss it. It's going to be the time of our lives. I know it, and Jesus is going to meet us there. PremierIsrael.com backslash Holy Land. See y'all there. I also just want to highlight what you said about growing up thinking, growing up in a church that said, if you did bad, God threw you away. And I just, yes. I, I know there's someone listening and watching. I get people all the time sending messages. I've gone through church hurt. I thought God was this person, et cetera, et cetera. We've got a whole generation that's deconstructing the wrong faith that right. wasn't even the right one. We're, <laughs> it's and like you're first. deconstructing a false idea of who God is because of what we've yes. been taught. And for many people, it's not your fault. It's literally that we were taught that there's this God at the end of the tunnel who's waiting mm -hmm. for us to get all cleaned up. And then when yes. we do get all cleaned up, then he'll come and receive us when really he's been lighting the way in the valleys. The whole time. The whole time. And I the just want to give freedom to someone in this moment to know that, like, that's a lie. Like, when Erica unpacked that story and told that part of her story, she said it not as a, oh, this is the way church should be and this is the way people should process God and how we should yeah. hold our religion. She said it to say, like, we free of that now, okay? That it is yes. not based on what we can and cannot do right because what's already been done is victory claimed over every bad thing that we could ever do. And he already Amen. know. Oh, he died you. on the cross for all the junk. God does not run from the messes. Come on. He does not run from the chaos. Yep. From your whatever it is. And we all have up. stuff. Because it's stuff. Because everybody but got a little stuff. stuff. Everybody okay. got a little stuff. Your stuff and my stuff is too much stuff. That's why I stay out of people's business. Oh, let me tell you. I'm trying to process mine. I don't have time. 
to comment on your page. I don't have time to make a judgment call on you and your life. I'm God bless her, Lord. Give her strength, Jesus. Listen, because the people, you don't want to comment on all my stuff, y'all, because it's it's wild out here, okay? It's wild all the time. Okay, I also just want to highlight this. Like, you kept going, though. Like, let's not get it twisted here. Like, you persevered through all that and still kept going. What, what or who, what strategies had you hold on to still use your giftings, to still use your, I mean, after all that, your team, Lord yeah. Jesus. So I'm a I'm a little off okay, a little bit. That's honest. Um, I I aspire higher. I have oh, a a high drive and motivation to win and to excel. So I mean, if I can be honest, when you grow up poor, you just don't want to be poor. When you grow up on welfare with seven kids, and God bless my mom and dad, they did the best they could with what they had. But when you grow up with with the raggediest car yep. and you can never give in the offering, you know, and you take a trip, but you ain't got no money to eat. And you telling people, oh, I just have water. I just water with some lemons. You got a pack of sugar. You know, I grew up like that. Yeah. So you just don't want to be poor. So, <laughs> And I know the music business is sketchy. So I'm like, you got to get a TV show, do this, da, 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 you know, make all these things work. And sometimes it was, from a place of fear. And I believe God still used it for his glory. Yeah. And the Lord told me, I want you to push for things because you want to reach the people, not because you want to make sure that you don't go back to the pole house. Cause it definitely is not about being rich. I'm not even a flashy girl. Like I don't have red bottoms. I don't have Birkin bags. Yeah. I still shop at Ross. Like oh, I'm so, I love a Ross so ministry. Regular. Don't play around with it. Now I will file Maybe. through the miles. Okay. So. Ooh. But because I've learned that it God is really going to supply my needs and I don't have to be without sleep and I don't have to be sick, you know, and I don't have to go places when I'm empty that God really will supply my needs. It's, it's changed me in a lot of ways. Um, God, God will open doors, but when the enemy knows that you're a busybody, he'll open some doors too. Okay. Hold up now. That spoke to my little spirit. I remember one time my counselor said, Tony, you would rather be in agony than be alone or unsuccessful. I said, okay, sis, you need to be quiet, okay? Get out of my business. Get out of my business, girl, okay? (laughs) But that's going to minister to somebody because, I I mean, if you follow along with whatever it is that I'm doing, Erica's doing, I'm sure you have some sort of drive. You're listening to this podcast to better yourself, to pour into yourself. So. For the busy bodies here, I need you to lean in for a second. I need you to shush them yes. kids in the back of the car real quick. Rewind if you need to and lean into the fact that Erica just said, God will absolutely supply every need. He will absolutely open every door. Sure. But because the enemy knows our weaknesses, he will duplicate in confusion the ways of God by opening doors absolutely. as well. Absolutely. If so how do we differentiate? Yeah. Help help, help us yeah. out. How, how? If, you are, if you are scrolling and you see something and... And their conference look different from your conference, and you start planning based on what you see, and it's not encouragement, it's envy. Check that. Oh. <laughs> if you go on a vacation and you're spending way too much money because you saw something and you want, you know you want to post it on the ground and you and you spend more money than you have, oh. that's not being a good steward over what God has given you. And so you just have to always have these heart checks. Like, what is the base of this, Father? What where is this coming from? 
you know, am I pushing my kids because if my kids look good, I look good. Or am I allowing them to be who they are? Because here's what I learned about my children. Oh, God has taught me so much through my children. Oh, they, they do. They're little that, iron sharpeners. They are. Good Lord. Lord, <laughs> that I birthed them through you, not to you. They were mine first. And so you have to give them back to me. They have to be reflective of me, not just of you. Right. And so we have family and we have legacy. But if you are teaching them more of you than of God. You know, you have to be so careful, like, you know, your your kids do things wrong and you're more upset about what people will see in you than oh, them. Than how they're reflecting you know God. Oh, my God. Oh, man. You're just it, dropping just so, so many, many nuggets. I'm trying to make sure that the people are keeping up right now. Because um, that, so it goes back to my busyness. All this, I'm always doing all the things, all right? All the things. And I always have to check, wh- what is this motivation, Erica? What is it? Where is this coming from? But see, that's about you. It's about God. This is so good. You know, did God have you sit down? Did God say miss this event because I need you to sit down? You know, it's almost like walking around with a filter. And we don't do that because we, we love opportunity. We want the next best, beautiful, fast thing, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But it sounds like you're saying if we could live on the offense and not the defense, even when it comes to success and opportunity, by having checks and balances that we manage. I think oftentimes we obviously glorify community and being connected and having accountability. And I'm like, yes, we need to have that. But don't let your accountability be the only checks and balances that you have in your life. It starts with you. It starts with the Holy Spirit really will speak. Come on. The Holy Spirit will really check you. I um I I remember when I met Priscilla First, I freaked out because she's amazing. Oh I my love God. her. I did the I same thing, girl, on the red carpet. I was like, I'm fine. I missed my whole picture. I was like, Priscilla. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's so amazing, right? <laughs> so I meet her. You know, we we become friends. I'm in Dallas, and I'm telling her about all these things that I have to do, and I have to do this, and I have to do this. And she said, girl, just say no. And I was like, to who? Why? What I've never heard of the concept. <laughs> she Whatever said, do you mean? She said, girl, just say no. You can't do everything. And that's okay. You're not being unfaithful to the gift that God has given you because you say no. Oh. Because maybe you're empty right now. The reason you're stressed and overwhelmed, because maybe you're empty right now. So between her and Cece Winans. Oh, I love Cece. Those are two angels that I praise God for. But someone being able to call and check you, someone being able to call, that's the kind of community you want. Not someone that's giving you a pass to sin or a pass to do things that don't line up with God's word, but someone that will say, hey, I... The Holy Spirit tapped me on the shoulder about you. Let's fast and pray about dot, Come dot, on. dot. Come on. You know? And someone that's we not afraid. those things. Well, that's yeah. not afraid to lose the friendship. There, You have people that idolize the friendship with you that they won't correct you because they don't want to lose it so bad. But mm-hmm. what you really want are people in their lives that say, no, the only person I'm serving, the only idol I have in my life is God and I'm accountable to him. And in this relationship, no matter where it goes, I'm still going to hold you accountable to what God has. For you, which is the great, that's like the best friendships, right? That's the people that draw you closer to purpose. So you can't, you don't fall out here and get canceled. You know what I'm saying? You can get canceled for anything these days, but I get canceled for wearing this full green suit right now. Just because I don't even know why. St. Patrick's Day. They're going to be like, she worshiping the the Irish people. Okay. Oh, Lord. Uh, (laughs) But I I love this concept too, because I I just, you don't, again, I want to go back to this. You don't have to do that. You could take every opportunity. You could stand on every stage. You could yeah. win more all the, the awards. You could just keep going. 
I wonder why you have checks and balances. What is it that convicts you to to actually like say no to things when in your world you could say yes to everything and have so much more and it would be great and you have all the the little red bottoms and you could do everything. What checks you? Why? What is that conviction about? Um the kid would be natural. Um uh, well, it says go deep or go home, you know? So I was performing Never waved my flag with Tina on the Dev Awards. I had the worst headache of my life and I had had it for about a week. And I just kept working and kept working and kept working. We were filming the reality show and yeah. doing all of that. And um, again, I had just had Zaya. And when I was walking out of the Fox Theater in Atlanta, because that's where it was that year, I could barely see. My eyes were blurry. There was a, a shooting pain up the back of my neck and i usually say let's let me just lay down and i said y'all take me to the hospital oh man you and when they took me to the hospital they said your blood pressure is incredibly close to you having a stroke they were saying technically with what these numbers i think the bottom number was 200 and it's supposed to be like 170 over 80 the bottom number was 200 oh uh-uh yeah and um they gave me meds um we canceled everything that was after that and the Lord was like, now, what did I say? Oh, I was like, okay. what'd you talk about? <laughs> what'd you talk about? What'd you say? <laughs> Remember when I told you to start saying no to something? Oh, so yeah, about that. Um, it was my health. Yep. Um, and, I, you know, even in that, I felt like I'm working for you. You should be taking care of me. Right. Um, but we have to be wise. Like, think about Moses. Remember when he went to his father-in-law and his father-in-law was like, you can't help everybody. You need somebody else. You can't manage all these people. Somebody else has to work out their details. It was coming to him from sunup to sundown yes. to, to work through their lives and help them get through their stuff. And it was his father-in-law was like, hey, hey, Mo, why don't you get somebody else in the camp to help yeah. you out? You need somebody. Right? And every now and again, um, thank God that I have people around me who will help me out. And then when I went to the doctor, I literally had something called Superman syndrome. So Superman syndrome, and it's a real thing, y'all. I know. I didn't think it was either. I thought he was lying. It is when you have pushed your adrenaline past the point that it normally goes. And then you're literally working on reserve fuel. And it's not real strength or real rest. It's adrenaline. And you are tired and overwhelmed and you can get sick very, very easily and put your body in the position to not really work for you. So I wish I could say... I stopped because of some spiritual reasons, but um, it was actually because I got sick. Because I had got sick and got to go to the hospital. Because I had got sick and but, in the hospital. Yeah. But it goes back to what we were saying. God even uses that. I mean, he just doesn't waste anything at all. And there's somebody right now that's listening and watching that's like, I don't want to get to that point. Well, okay, you don't have to get to the point where you physically shut down if you start to spiritually listen with your spiritual ears. Yes. What is yes. God saying? I, I mean, let me let, let me just say this too because I feel personally convicted talking about this. I'm bad at this. I mm. am an overcomer, people pleaser. I like to say yes to all the things. My people say that I'm built for it tough because I like to run. I I love it. I love working, but yes. I've been convicted not because of my health, not because of anything else, but the fact that I'm meeting with God and I'm saying. Every single morning, I put my little hands out and I say, Jesus, I give everyone and everything to you. Take over my life today because you're better at it. And it's yes. this invitation, this daily surrender that says, Lord, if it's a no over here, 
say it to me because I have my spiritual ears so wide open. You don't have to break yes. my body down, okay, baby? You don't have to do it, okay? Because I've already seen that. I've already <laughs> been through it. And so I just want to say that it's not coming from a place of condemnation. This is coming from a place of authority because I've done it wrong. Yes. And we've done it wrong. And so mm-hmm. now we're saying this doesn't have to be you. You don't have yes. to get to the point where your your earthly and your fleshly natural body shuts down because God is tending and warring for you in the spirit already if you just have ears to hear that. So yeah. I love that very, very much. Okay, I got another question. We're actually wrapping yeah. up here, guys, okay? Um, I wonder if you were sitting with someone and they were just like, Erica, listen, I'm doing my best to be with the Lord and worship him and all the things, but it's just hard right now. Like, I've been knocked down. I've been betrayed. People have left my side. And I just, I feel like the easier option would be to give up and not to keep worshiping. What would you say to them? Oh, man. Mm. Don't ever underestimate the healing power of worship. Don't ever underestimate the beauty of getting in his presence. Because when there is no answer and there is no solution, there's always Jesus. And that may sound cliche and corny, but I'm so serious. (laughs) Yeah, There have been times when I had tears in my eyes, but I felt like the father was wrapping his arms around me saying, it's okay. And I always say he won't change it the day you want or the way you want, but he promised that he would. Yeah. And so even if right now it hurts, even if right now you're crying because you're like, so what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Trust his presence, trust his hand and trust his plan. Right. Maybe you have to comb over some things. Maybe you have to remove some things. Maybe you have to pray. God, let me see it the way you see it, because I'm seeing it through my flesh, my humanness. Just give me a little glimpse, Father. Just give me enough to hold on to, because right now I got nothing. There's no there's no there's no knot at the end of my rope. I'm slipping. I'm falling. You know what I mean? I I literally want to give up. But don't you let go of Jesus. The presence of God will carry you through. I promise you it will. That is not cliche. Wake up in the morning with worship. Go to bed at night with worship. Go through your day. Be fabulous. Do all the things. And even if you're wounded, when you get back home at night, you get in his presence and you let God patch you up. You let him put those pieces of you back together. Because if he called you, if he's chosen you, he's going to give you everything you need to be everything you need. But you have to make sure it's what he wants and not just what you want. Because a lot of times our brokenness is because we've got this vision board and we've pinned all these pictures up. And God said, that wasn't my vision. That wasn't my plan. Yeah. I wanted you to go somewhere else. I wanted you to do something else. And your pain is because you weren't following me. But get in my presence and I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Get in my presence and and I'll, I'll help you. I'll reveal it to you. It's not a secret. He wants to talk to you. He wants time with you. Yeah. He wants you to be in his presence. And Woo. That's, that's what and I would say. On. That's what I do. That's what I do. Okay. But here's what I, I want to point out something that you just said. It's even when you are, are going about your way, making your own choices, not consulting God, because been there, done that with my first marriage. I was like, this is my man. God don't have to approve of him. Okay. Even when you do that, what's beautiful about what you just said is God is still working things out for your good that you you he's still if you made the wrong choices if you opened the wrong door if you didn't consult god on everything that you did he's still there saying i've got this other door that i've been waiting for you to come and open Mm. come and follow me oh good that's just good news right there and you know what else okay you know what else (laughs) is good news the new single that you just dropped okay i gotta talk about it before we go because first of all all you look amazing 
All right. Thank you. I was so excited. I can't wait to go on the YouTubes. You just dropped this brand new single. I'm sure there's an album coming in hot. Tours coming soon. Like, just yes. talk to us about this new single. Why did you write it? it it's so per- it's such a perfect ending even to this episode because we're talking about worshiping through real hard things. And this song is mm-hmm. all around feeling all right, feeling blessed. Yes. And I'm like, yes, yes, talk to us about that. The other side. You know, once God brings you through and once you've shed the tears and once you've had the pain and you yeah. felt thrown away and all of that and God brings you out because we're always either in the valley, yep. heading up the mountain, on the top of the mountain, or on the way down. Life is cycles, right? Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to, especially coming out of the pandemic and all that the church has gone through, I just wanted to declare that I, I, I feel all right. I'm blessed. God hasn't changed his mind about me. You know, and this is not, I'm not like this every day, but today I'm blessed and I feel all right. And I just wanted to sing a song. I wanted the video to be upbeat. It's so fun. Um, this this whole album that comes out in August, um, I, I wrote it during the pandemic. So it's a different kind of record for me, but I'm so excited. I've I've grown and, and learned so much about myself um, as an artist, as a wife, as a mom. And I wrapped it all up in this record. I'm going on tour starting July, July 20th. Yes. It's only seven days to start. It's with <gasps> Transparent Productions. Oh, yes. So you can go to transparentproductions.com to get your tickets. Um, and I'm just excited about what God is doing from the song positive to feel all right. I just want to lift the people. Come on. You know what well, I mean? It's what we, we just need. need to lift. Because it is dark out here. Dang it. It's dark. It is dark. And we need but, that. Yeah. But this is the perfect song for your summer, for yeah. your parties and your kids. Mm. You know. Mm. Clean your, your, music. Okay. It's clean. For yeah. the babies. I'm going to play it at my <laughs> son's birthday party while we're playing around. Add it to the playlist. Okay. Yes. But I Do love it. it. I think Do it's it. so beautiful. Um, and in a second, I'm just going to ask you to pray for us. But I think it's so beautiful, Erica, that we started this this episode talking about how hard it was to put out that album, that first one. And now we've got this other one. And how beautiful is it that God has you in a joy-filled place with a team of people yeah. around you now who love you, who want to see you win and prosper. And now it. I bet we, we're going to be able to feel it in the music. When we yeah, worship, when we listen to it, we're going to be like, look at that yeah. shit that made a comeback on these boys. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to share the whole album. I'm excited. It just expresses my love for God. Yeah. And I can't wait to share that with the people. Mm, that's gonna be um, but it's just been, you know, it's like it's the faithfulness of God. That's what it is. If you stay faithful to him, he'll stay faithful to you. Come I always on. say you do it God's way. You get God's results. Oh, and um Quote that. That um, probably going to pop on the graphic. Y'all see that one in a little while. Erica, can you on. pray Can you pray for us? First of all, when is your no. comedy show? Because you're hilarious. Listen, I want this. Here's the deal. If ministry don't work all the way out, I'm going to call a few people. Give me some uh, some content. And I'm doing I'm going to just go for it. I'm going to just start posting videos with comedy. I don't mind. You Listen, I think they can coexist. Ministry and comedy. Don't play with it now. Don't play with it. You never know. Hilarious. Never know. Hilarious. Okay. All right. Let us pray. God, I just thank you so much because you're so faithful and you're so kind and you're so good. And Father, you see us just where we are and you're okay with us being where we are. But Father, you love us enough to not leave us there. And so Father, lift us, God, build us, fill us, equip us with everything that we need to walk in our divine purpose. I thank you, Lord God, for making us stronger and wiser. I thank you, God, that you are keeping us in perfect peace as we keep our minds stayed on you. God, that the joy of the Lord literally is our strength. And Father, whenever I am weak, that's when you become my strength, God. And so we don't have to doubt and we don't have to question or second guess you. But Lord, 
Your word says, even when we do, we can pray, Lord, help my unbelief. You're just yes. so good mm-hmm. and you're so faithful. And we thank you. I thank you for Tony and this podcast and her ministry and everything concerning her. I thank you that you are perfecting everything yes. concerning her in every area of her life. Bless her as she comes and as she goes and everybody listening, Jesus, keep us in the center of your will and in the palm of your hand. And Father, I promise you, we'll give you all glory, honor, and praise because we've got the victory and the devil is a liar and he's defeated and under our feet. He has no place, power, or authority in our life. And so we cast him out and send him back to the pit. In Jesus' mighty name, Mm, I pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. I could run through a wall right now. After that prayer, guys, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, fam. I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to the Still Coloring Podcast. It's produced by me, your host, Tony Collier, and edited by Robert Elkins. The music is by my sweet husband, Sam Collier, lead pastor of Story Church. The artwork, all of the graphics and beautiful things you see marketing the podcast are by my good friend, Natalie Maxey of Nueva Creative. The show note illustrations, which you have to download on my site, are by Emily Mills of Sketch Academy. And if you love listening to the podcast, let me just tell you right now, you're going to really love watching the episodes. Head on over to my YouTube channel at Tony J. Collier and check out the full episodes from top to bottom edited by my good friend, Kendall Patterson of Lovely House Media. And I want to remind you of this. You can heal and find hope and grit right in the middle of your valley. Love you.